Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. How to create the most profitable investment portfolio whether that's through shares, whether that's through a combination of residential versus commercial, there is a pathway to achieve financial freedom faster through multiple and diversifying your investment portfolio. If you want to find out how, especially how you can leapfrog utilizing residential and commercial and go faster than the average investor, There's a very quick and effective way to be able to grow your portfolio exponentially. And that's utilizing the strategies in residential combined with commercial together, being active in the next three to five years, really set yourself in a trajectory where you're seeing financial freedom and being able to retire and choose the life of your dreams in that three to five years and really planning out that you don't have to wait 10 or 15 or 20 years, right? And it's not a get rich quick scheme, but it is a strategy driven exercise. It's a strategy driven portfolio building and it is requires you to be active requires you to buy no matter what the market is utilizing creative strategies in residential and commercial combined how to do it and i'm about to share with you how my name is helen tarrant i am the commercial property cash flow queen and i help everyday australians retire faster through passive income through commercial property but on their journey to retirement they're definitely utilizing some residential property strategies so how if you are starting out can you get into the property game first of all secondly how do you accelerate meaning how do you get from one property to three properties to five properties to maybe ten properties and do you really need ten properties to retire and what is the transition from residential to commercial that is going to get you there so much faster so let's get started now if you are starting out whether you have residential or commercial you want to know how do you get started now we start with one the easiest way to get started and when you no matter whether you are in your 20s 30s 40s or 50s to start with a property you've got to start with your first property it's got to give you a growth in the equity now if and this is two situations and you can choose two pathways so it's like the blue pill or the red pill right it's two pathways if you are just starting out and you can service and afford to be negative you should be considering investing in residential property why do i say that it's because if you're 20 and 30 and you've got lots of earning potential you can invest in residential property spend some time doing it up do not buy buy and hold properties when you're buying residential that is the wrong way to go everyone thinks oh i'm so busy with work i'm trying to get my career i will just buy buy and hold buy and hold will add an extra three to five years onto your journey right don't do that always buy renovate flip buy renovate refinance right you always have to have the extra element in residential if you don't the strategy is dead in the water what do i mean by that go and buy i'm not talking about buying the worst house on the best street no 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 i'm saying buy an undervalued house that you can renovate buy undervalued apartment if you can't afford a house and you want to stay in a metro area renovate create that uplift so you might have bought a property if you're starting out your property is going to be under five hundred thousand. buy a residential property that is going to give you some income that allows you to hold the property so it pays for the outgoings and you have to pay for the mortgage but something where you can put 30 to fifty thousand dollars in renovations and it's going to give you double that money back 
So if you bought something under 500,000, you might renovate with 20 to 40,000, maximum 50K, and you might be able to increase that value by 100K, right? That allows you to get your money back and do it again. This is where most people think this is equity recycling. Equity recycling, it's a concept about you using your money as a deposit, then utilizing the equity because of the growth and pulling out that money again and again and again. So it's like almost, you can call it deposit recycling, equity recycling. There's a couple of different options of people talking about what it is out there. But the most important thing is don't buy, hold and buy and don't buy, buy and hold strategy. Go buy, increase value, manufactured equity and go again, right? And that's really, really, really important. So that's the way to get started. Now, if you can't afford, like say you're in your 40s or 50s and you've lost everything and you're starting out and you can't afford to be negative $1 and you need to be neutral with that property, then you should be buying commercial as your first property. Because when you buy commercial, what you're looking for is a high yielding property as close to Metro as possible. Because that strategy will only exist in the next six to nine months, but you buy high yielding properties in Metro. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a warehouse property. It doesn't have to be a retail. It doesn't have to be an office, whatever gives you the highest yield in that metro area allowing for the future that it will have that natural yield compression now that means you're going to get more capital growth natural capital growth as the market changes now commercial capital growth changes and grows much faster than residential it's a lot more fluid not depending on the market demand and supply and confidence in the market so those properties where you're getting high yield as if you're getting the same yield in regional let's say you can get a seven percent yielding office space in melbourne or retail space in melbourne or in adelaide won't be or maybe even the act right you want to buy that instead of buying a warehouse probably a seven percent in regional queensland right because you're getting the same returns you're breaking even but you've got back-end capital growth which will happen in a short period of time compared to regional so so if you can't afford to be negative, then you need to go start out with commercial. If you can afford to be negative, you want to do your manufactured equity or flips in residential. Now, how do you combine the two to move forward? Well, this is the one thing. Residential is if you do manufactured equity, as in you manufacture that growth in the property, it's going to give you that much faster than commercial. So you can be doing residential in the back end. And then once you get the equity, put it into commercial for the cash flow and looking at particular strategies in the market. So let me show you an example. For example, let's say you buy a $500,000 house, you've renovated, completely gutted, made it beautiful, you've spent $50,000 on it, the property could be worth six fifty. dollars If it's worth six fifty, dollars maybe even seven hundred, dollars depending if you can do the research in the market and get in. And there's lots of metrics which, but the thing is, you then can refinance against that property or sell off that property. If you sell off that property, you now have your original deposit plus the gain you've got of that 100,000 or 150,000, right? You can do it again, but you could siphon a part of that and say, hey, I wanna take out 200K and I wanna put it into commercial. I'm gonna put it into commercial utilizing the key strategies of natural capital growth, where I'm not gonna be negative, it's not gonna cost any dollar from my pocket. And that means that I don't have to support this property I can continue to do my residential, but I'm building myself a cash flow buffer, which so many people, when you look at developers and people who do flip houses and people who do developments of residential duplexes, all of this stuff, they don't put in place is the buffering. And that combined together is going to grow your wealth faster. So you now start to build a neutral, which will become cash flow positive when the interest rate drops. Because let's face it, the interest rate has gone up and it's probably at its all time high, probably my whole there. 
for a while. But how do you move forward? The key to financial success is moving forward no matter what the market is doing. And that means you've got to buy in a market, but you've got to combine your both strategies now to give you that oomph, right? So you siphon some money and you put it into commercial. Doesn't matter how small or big it is, you put it into commercial and you let it be neutral as a hold. When the market changes, you'll get your capital growth because right now you're getting your high yield, so it's break even. Once the market changes, the interest rate comes down, you're gonna get cash flow, positive cash flow, and you're gonna get natural capital growth, right? In your commercial space. At this time, you're doing another residential manufactured uplift as another property. You might have sold your first property, split the money, put one into res, put one into commercial, one into residential. Now you're getting your both feet wet in the water and you're utilizing both strategies, right? So then you'll find that you're doing a commercial property hold with a cash flow projection and you're doing a residential manufactured equity. So you go ahead and do repeat the same thing you did the first time. $500,000 house, $50,000 in the renos and everything else. Make that 100K uplift, maybe $150,000 uplift. Then you've got your commercial here, which over time, over the time when you're doing your resi, is going to have the yields come down or the value go up because interest rates change. You've got cash flow coming in from that property. This cash flow plus your own income is going to allow you to refinance. Refinance instead of selling it what you would have done the first time you would have refinanced give you more servicing which is what you need so you need more servicing that servicing comes from commercial now you've got to be clear on these two concepts residential manufactured equity if you don't want to sell and keep you need a cash flow base which is commercial is going to give you and commercial is going to help you with servicing now if you utilize if you're a smart investor you utilize this the cash flow for servicing that you get from commercial and you put it towards refinancing your residential property and slowly take down the equity of that based on your own servicing and the servicing of your commercial property, then you can go so much faster. You can also hold all of the properties that you're doing manufactured equity on, which means that you can continue to recycle your deposit. You can continue to utilize your equity, but also you've got no skin in the game. And this is really important. Most people don't talk about it, but in resi as is in commercial, you want to be able to over a period of time, take out all the money you've put into it, whether that is two years, three years, or five or ten years, eventually you want to strip out all of the deposit you put into it and the property is operating on its own. That's where it really starts to work effectively. So let's say now in the secondary phase, you've done the first flip of residential, then you're in a secondary phase where you've got residential and commercial. You've done the uplift from the residential, you've got the commercial. Commercial is the cash flow that's helping you to refinance, pull out the equity. You can now do it again. Now we're moving on to the third phase. Now you've got two properties. You've got residential commercial that both self-sufficient because when you pull out that equity, you've got maybe an increase in rent because you've renovated it, right? And you've got the cash flow from the commercial to support the residential. Now you are free. The whole purpose of this whole exercise, you grow, you can only grow fast when you are not hindered by servicing, by mortgage repayments, by your overheads, by your outgoings, right? So you got to make sure that every step you take, you want to continue this loop where it's self-supporting itself. By just doing residential, it ain't going to happen. By just doing commercial, well, it will be 
self-sustaining, but it will be slower, right? Together, you move faster. Now, if this is of interest to you, this strategy is of interest to you, do reach out to us, book in for a strategy call. The link is below. Join one of our events, reach out to myself or our team, and let us help you walk you through how this applies to you and how we can help you grow so much faster by implementing those strategies. Now, moving forward, now we're on to phase three. Phase three sees you with a residential and a commercial self-supporting each other, and you've got a cash to do it again. Would you rinse and repeat? You can, but now we're gonna get to something a little bit more serious. Now you've got a pile of cash, you've got residential and commercial, this is the time to go into your commercial uplift. Commercial uplifts traditionally will require a little bit more cash than you would a residential, but it gives you that exponential result. So for example, I bought a $465,000 property in ACT. It's vacant, it's a little retail shop on the corner, about 78 square meters. I bought it vacant. Now I've got a tenant in there to incentivize the tenant, paying the tenant to refurbish the property. So I'm giving him a chunk of cash, about $40,000 to refurbish it. I'm giving him some rent-free period to do that. But then when he's done and he's in there and he's signed his lease, my property be worth about six hundred fifty to 700000 Now that's effortlessly making $150,000 almost passively when I'm already busy running this business, working with clients, right? If I can do it, you can do it too. So this is the third phase for you. You're starting to do commercial property flips. Now to do commercial property flips, you're going to need a team behind you and mentors and people to guide you so you're not making mistakes. Now, we specialize in that in the commercial property space as well as all of these strategies I talked about at Unicorn. So if you want to connect with us, please do book in for a strategy call. But that aside, now you've got your residential and your commercial and now you can start doing commercial property flips. When you get to that stage, which is your third stage, when you do your commercial property flips, you're going to realize that it's going to come faster and you can go from one to two of these commercial property flips a year. That's going to grow because every time you do a flip, you take the money out and you put it into a cash flow generating asset, right? So now, once you go into the commercial flip, you're no longer utilizing residential. You're purely then switched into commercial for the last phase of your run, right? So the first phase of doing the first uplift when we're buying the first residential or the first hold for commercial, but let's say you're doing the residential, it's probably going to take you six months to nine months or maybe a year. The second phase is probably going to also take you a year. Now we're into year three, you're doing commercial property flips. Commercial property flips, you're doing it passively while you're working, but you want to grow it where you're doing two or three a year. That's where you start to do the home run towards financial freedom because every time you do a flip, you're utilizing the same money. Sometimes you're refinancing, so you've got the equity back out. Sometimes you are selling because the sale price is so good and it varies in different markets of the cycles, but essentially you want to keep holding on to your pile of cash, grow that pile of cash so that you can continue to do more and more deals. But every time you do one deal, you start off a little bit and you buy a commercial property and you use that for cash flow. Now you're building up your cash flow base, you're building up your deposit base. That allows you to do more and more deals and within a five-year period you'll become experienced in this. You already build up some of your passive income. You know you're going to get a couple hundred thousand dollars or maybe three or four hundred thousand dollars a year from your flips. Now we're talking. Now we're talking now. If you can sustain that for the next three years or so, you're going to find yourself in such a better space where you have cash flow and growth and a real skill set that you can literally retire on. You can retire on doing one commercial property flips a year and having your passive income. So for example, if I had a passive income of $100,000 through just building that process and I was doing a commercial flip once a year that gave me about $150,000 of income of like chunk cash, I'm now on $250,000, right? I can comfortably retire and live on that and really doing a property flip, one property flip in the commercial space probably takes me one day a week. So I can literally go out and sit on the beach for the 
the other six days. Now, these are some advanced strategies I've talked about, but you can get there. Anyone, even if you're in your 20s starting out, you can pull your money, you can do JVs. There's so many ways to get started in the commercial property state. Don't be disheartened if you don't have a deposit, don't have equity. There is always a way if you're willing to work hard and learn and implement the strategies. So if you're interested, please connect with us, Helen Tarrant. Look us up, HelenTarrant.com, Unicorn Commercial Property, and check us out, book in the strategy, join one of our events, really get into in-depth and learn the strategies, how that's going to help you move forward. And yes, you can definitely find that retirement road in the next five to seven years and beat everybody else in the market because you're utilizing the residential and the commercial strategy. Hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast on how to build an effective and profitable portfolio really fast through utilizing both residential and commercial properties to be able to balance off each other and leapfrog so that you are actually performing at the next level. How you can start out with one deposit, multiply that, continue to do uplifts so that you can get the benefit of both residential and commercial depending on what the market is doing. Now, in order to find out more, join us in one of the Unicorn events, helen at unicorn.com.au or helentarrant.com to find out more about what we can offer you to help you build a secure and profitable portfolio through commercial property, but also utilizing both residential and commercial strategies. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property. 